Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts on substack.com. You can subscribe to my blog at charlotteclymer.substack.com. It's completely free. All you need is an email. It takes less than five seconds and it helps me out immensely. So please do go subscribe, charlotteclimber.substack.com. December 21st, 2022. Actually, President Zelensky's attire is perfect. Today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met with President Biden at the White House in the afternoon and addressed a joint session of Congress later in the evening at the invitation of Speaker Pelosi in one of her final acts as the nation's top lawmaker. You may recall the speaker flew to Kiev to meet with President Zelensky and offer moral support back in May. I also want to briefly note how proud I felt to see Vice President Harris and Speaker Pelosi standing behind President Zelensky, as is tradition. Perhaps the last time we'll see two women behind the dais for quite a while. His public remarks to the presser were succinct and compelling, and tonight's speech may be one of the finest oratorical performances of the modern era in global politics. And I don't say that lightly. It was especially impressive given his English proficiency. It was obvious to all that President Zelensky's fluency in courage and family easily transcended the language barrier. His communications approach repeatedly goes back to the same theme, family, 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 parents and children, over and over. This war, he says, is about ensuring parents watch their children grow into happy adults in a free and independent Ukraine. It is a message that is authentic and highly effective. President Zelensky walked into a chamber that, for many years, has been full of pettiness and cynicism and childish antics by unserious politicians, and solely through his passion and common sense, appeared to be a moral giant from a distant era. His speech couldn't have gone any better. Here are some of my favorite lines. Quote, Against all odds and doom and gloom, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and cooking. Quote, It gives me good reason to share with you our first joint victory. We defeated Russia in the battle for minds of the world. Quote, Europeans gain this victory, and it's why Europe is stronger than ever. The Russian tyranny lost control over us. Quote, the struggle will define what our children and grandchildren live in. This battle cannot be frozen or ignored. Quote, the world is too interconnected and interdependent to allow someone to stay aside and feel safe when such a battle continues. Our nations are allies in this battle and next year will be a turning point. Quote, I assure you that Ukrainian soldiers can perfectly operate American tanks and planes themselves. Quote, your money is not charity. It is an investment in the global security that we handle in the most responsible way. And finally, quote, we'll celebrate Christmas. And even if there is no electricity, the light of our faith, in ourselves, will not be put out. Close quote. He also compared Ukrainian soldiers fighting for their independence 
two American soldiers fighting in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II, both at Christmas time, both against a tyrannical force, 78 years apart, an incredibly effective rhetorical strategy. But despite that, there were some pundits, whom I will not name here, that seemed to be displeased with his attire, that is, what he was wearing. These pundits, of course, are failing to read the room, but moreover, they're just completely missing the point. His clothes are intentional symbolism, a country and its leader under immediate and existential threats from a tyrannical force have no time for suits and neckties. Notice, too, that he is not wearing a formal uniform. He has no visible rank or medals or name tapes. He has no commander's cap or mirrored shine shoes. He has no epaulettes or brass buttons or starched creases. He isn't even wearing patches. He's wearing simple, practical fatigues. He's wearing what women and men who are fighting on the front lines in Ukraine are wearing. He's wearing what the mothers and fathers of Ukraine are wearing as they've spent weeks and months away from their scared children. He's wearing what the school teachers and plumbers and doctors and janitors of his country are wearing as they defend their right to exist freely. He's wearing the urgency of the moment. And thank God for that. That's the point. <laughs>